Hello, hello. Oh, got, okay. Okay? I'm yeah, good. I I'm good. You. Hey, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. I started the day off right. Had a cigar. <laughs> got a, I, I got a compliment from a doctor. What do you think of that? Who, the guy from Pest West? Yeah. Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. I'm going to hear about it the rest of my life. <laughs> Hi, this is Ed Sheehan. I made it to Pest World 2018. I'm here in Florida. And today... We have a special guest from Mattress Safe Company. It's Mattress Safe Man, and we're lucky we got him here just for a couple of minutes because he's got to fly out of here before noon today. I think he has an appointment down in Galveston, Texas. Who knows where this guy's going to be next? But we also have Andrea from Mattress Safe, and she's going to tell us something about how she got into this part of the pest control business, what she wants to say about her product and where she sees pest control going in the future. So, Andrea, we turn it over to you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So actually, we got started about 15 years ago. We were visiting a hotel, and my son actually got sick on a mattress, and it did not have any protection. And so it was then I thought, with my interior design background, that I would find fabric and fabricate and um, design mattress encasements for the hospitality industry. And shortly after that, uh, pest, a pest control company inquired about our encasements and wanted to know if we had a bed bug certification test. So uh, we had did not have one at the time, so we sought out an entomologist in Canada, and he uh, helped us make some changes to our adaptations to our encasement, mm -hmm. and we became the first company in America, which would be all of the world because no one else was doing it at the time, we became the first company to achieve a bed bug certified product. So from there we started selling in the pest control industry and we're celebrating our 15 year anniversary. Good for you. That's a great story to hear. Family mm -hmm. run business, is it? Family run business. Yeah, cool. I am an owner with uh, Linda and Will Poston, who are my parents. Mm, and so we're all three nice. partners in crime. Great. <laughs> and you know, I know there's a lot of talk about people with a lot of money, in it, but you need to, re I, maybe you do realize, I found out many years ago, us small business people create more money and more jobs than all of these big shots that have all this money. So we need to be proud of what we do. And it's continuing the American dream, the American spirit, where we can be somebody someday and somebody else the next day, usually for the better. All we got to do is apply ourselves, find an idea, get your niche, get in there, and work like hell. Absolutely. <laughs> so another another part of the American dream that Mattress Safe contributes to is we manufacture our products in the United States, nice. right in Georgia. Yeah. Good. So we're actually creating jobs at the same time. So your mattress covers, that's also good like for dust mites and everything else like that, no? Absolutely. Okay. They it's, are non-allergenic. They're right. fire retardant as well, and cool. they're bed bug certified. Very good. They're Very waterproof. Good. And so they also protect against bacteria and other elements that are in a mattress. Or if you have a new mattress, they can protect that mattress and expand the longevity of the mattress. Good deal. I'm going to get back to you in a minute. I want to talk to Mattress Safe Man. Mattress Safe Man, how'd you get into, how can I put it? Um, into character. Yeah, how'd you, well, into character. <laughs> how'd I get into the suit? Yeah, no, not the suit. How'd you get into this business? I mean, I'm sure this you. This business, well, uh, the lovely lady you're talking to right now is actually my mother. No, that there explains it. There so you go. So I do work for the company part-time, but uh -huh. um, being a student, 
takes up a lot of my time, so I can't do it full-time yet. That's pretty much how I got into it. I grew up watching her build this business, and really cool to see how someone can build something out of nothing. Like you were talking about the American dream. Right. So um, is the plan for you to get into the family business? We'll see. Um, oh, this sounds familiar. Yeah. I, uh, it is very I wouldn't familiar. be opposed, but he has we'll some see. I have some <laughs> demands that need to be met. Oh, wow. No, we, I should have thought it out when you were selling. Coming up. He's going to be participating in a mission program um, for a gap year in Australia. Nice. So he's going to be flying over there in his mattress safe man costume. Cool. Um, Won't even need a and plane. And saving one mattress at a time, even in Australia. You know, it, you're doing the right. I'm giving you my opinion. When I, when I quit my job in the bank and I told my mother I'm going to be an exterminator, oh, my God, all that education. Now you hit the bottom of the barrel. And thank God my father saw that there was some future in it. But I learned from my father. He let me do what I wanted to do. And he, he gave me good advice. Treat everybody where you want to be treated. And if you see you're failing, don't go down with the ship. So when he hated the business, him and his brother, I, I sold it. I sold it. I said, no, what the hell? I saved some money. I got some other interest. I'm dumping the business. And about five years later, he comes back, buy me pest control business. I'm like, what? He goes, well, you make real money. I said, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know if it went that way. That's what I remember. So it went that way. You know, you, you got to let... It's like a bird. You got to let, like my father let me fly. I let the kids fly. So my daughter was his first office manager. So they, I went over there and I asked her, you like pest control? She goes, yeah. Now she had went to school. She, was, uh, she had a master's degree to teach kids with uh, needs. So I told her, I said, well, do you like pest control? Yeah. I go, do you like, do you like teaching? I love it. I said, then go be a teacher. He wasn't too happy that I told her that. Now she's a dog trainer. Go figure. So, you know. Funny how life takes you and everything, and but you, you're always trying. Don't be a naysayer all the time. He wanted to get dogs for the business. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm thinking, like, I used to tell my mother it's not 1939, and I had to remember it wasn't 1979. Turned out to be a great decision. As a woman in pest control, did you? what was your biggest obstacle? I would not say I have any obstacles because I'm just who I am, and... My niche is to find a need and fill a need, and I'm always creating. And so I really just take one day at a time, and whatever God has for that day, I accept it. And so I don't really see obstacles um, maybe the way others would. I just see them as a leading and a guiding to whatever is at stake for right. my company. Whatever, whatever God gives you that day, you got to make the most that's, of it. That's you know, right. I've taught guys in prison. And I always tell them, I go, God gave you something like he gave me. I was lucky I found it at 21. You go out and find it. And they tell you, like, well, you know, this guy got me in trouble. I said, I used to say that, too, and I found the guy that got me in trouble. What would you do to him? I said, I couldn't do nothing. He was looking at me in a mirror when I was shaving. I would like to say that with my platform of being a manufacturer of mattress encasements, I've been able to utilize those mattress encasements and I began taking them to shelters and orphanages. Nice. And from there, I learned that the influence that I could have as a manufacturer in the pest control industry. Um, and so I started a nonprofit for oh. the industry. It's for everyone in the industry to join together and to bring comfort and relief to those who are orphaned, abused and at risk. 
And the name of that nonprofit is called PEST, P-E-S-T, Relief International, which stands for Professionals Empowering, Sustaining, and Transforming. And so my hope is that in time that those in the industry would join me and be able to continue to bring comfort and relief at a at a new level at mm -hmm. a you know because the pest control industry brings comfort and relief every day that is what they do when they go into the homes exactly. of those who need these services and so this is just taking it to a new level or another level um, and so I'm really thankful that I've had that opportunity you can visit pest ReliefInternational.com. Look at what we're doing. We have initiatives here in the United States. We do something called REST, where we make orphanages and shelters a safe place to sleep. And it's a great opportunity for the different pest control companies or manufacturers or distributors to, to rally their teams together and go out and serve other uh, people who are in need. And then we also have micro enterprises that are springing up to help create opportunities. And then there's other plans for the future as we have more people join our cause and um, expand the platform of Pest Relief International. It's always great. good to have yeah, plans for the future. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, like plans. I like plans for the future. Good for you. Well, I'm going to thank too. you for giving us some time. Thank and, you. And uh, it was great talking to you, and good luck to you, okay? Thank you so much. And Mattress much. Man, you have a safe flight. Mattress, mattress Safe Man, you right. have a safe flight. We want to thank Andrea from Mattress Safe and Mattress Safe Man for coming on. And make sure you go to their website for Mattress Safe as well as the PestReliefInternational.com. We're here at Pest World 2018. We have Pamela Brunches. Brunches, yep. Brunches from All Risks Limited. Um, Pamela, tell us about yourself and what you do and how you got into the business. I have been in insurance for about 25 years, not to date myself, but um, I started off in commercial lines and that's kind of where I stayed and started to develop programs, especially for niches like this. When people needed insurance in groups, that's what I kind of specialized in. And right now I work for All Risk and I work for the pest control unit, but I'm a national sales leader and I actually work with 33 different programs, including pest control. And I'm here today trying to help out with the risk portal and the FLIR system because I think they're added value in risk management. So what, what is the FLIR system? The FLIR system is a thermal camera that can actually give the pest controller a tool to see through the wall. So if someone says, I have a scratching in my wall and you go, you can't find it, it'll help them find cold spots, heat signatures, moist spots to locate the pest. Um, a really great tool. It makes us feel better about ensuring a client that can actually go through and know they did the job and found everything correctly. Same thing with termites or even a bat, anything like that. That's what FLIR is all about. And what was the portal that you The met? risk portal is actually something that we just developed and opened up to everybody. And anybody here, I've been giving them access to the portal to give me feedback on it. I want to find out what works for them, what doesn't work. I don't want it to be filled with things that they can get from anywhere else. I want it to be useful, that they can take and use hands-on. Uh, the portal consists of everything from checklist to OSHA, trip fall, uh, safety control, fleet management, pretty much anything you can put your hands on, it's on there. But what I'm looking for now is more of that personal touch, letting you guys come in tell us what you want to see, or maybe stories, claim stories of what did work or didn't work for you in insurance and how we do it a little bit better or different. So anyone can get on that or you have to give special access? I have to give special access, but anybody that emails me here today, I can give you access to the risk portal. Do you want to put your email out there? Sure, absolutely. My email is pbrunges, and that's P as in Paul, B-R-U-N-G-E-S at allrisk.com. 
Okay. And from an insurance standpoint and pest control, what do you think is the number one risk that we're not always thinking about? I think cyber, actually. A lot of coverages and carriers offer pest control, but I think we're missing the big picture on cyber. Cyber is something that's new. It hasn't really been well defined in how, how, what areas it can affect you or your clients even. It could extend to that. And I know from our aspect, we've developed a standalone um, bolt-on product for pest control that includes cyber liability to help wrap around that and make the client full. So how are you finding your way in our industry as a female? Uh, you know, for me, it's been great. I, I'm obviously not shy. I get along with a lot of people. So um, I, I don't know. For me, it hasn't been a real barrier or a block. I've actually used it to find a lot of great connections and some really great people that have remained friends with me for a very long time. That's awesome. So do you find like pest control operators different or unique from other people? In what way are they different and unique, if any, from other people uh, honest, insure? Yeah, honestly, I feel like with the pest controllers and even like a home inspector that dips into termite a little bit of inspection i think you guys have a lot of the same aspects where you're getting to the point where it's not just a service it's becoming a profession you're getting certifications designations you're becoming a professional and kind of raising that bar over and over so that's what i see about your industry and where it's going growing um do you deal with claims at all we do. Um, we deal with claims in-house, and most of it is handled by our primary and exclusive carrier, Everest. What um, do you? Are you able to talk about like the craziest claim that you could think of? Craziest claim that I can think of off the top of my head actually didn't have to do with pest control, but it was an inspector who was doing an inspection on a property that had many inspections before him, and there was wood against the wall and he didn't take the time to pull the wood away or at least document it saying can't get through that area because there's something in my way and because he didn't document it when they purchased the home the wood was moved and a child fell through an elevator shaft that they were unaware was there so that i think was the wildest worst case scenario of where you could at least put it down in your report identify it if you don't identify it you can't defend yourself and he did nothing wrong other than just saying I couldn't get to it, but if he'd written it down, right. it yeah. would have saved it. You don't have any more questions? No. Holy shit, that's amazing. That is unusual. You're stumped. I stumped oh, you. He stole all my questions. So, <laughs> once again, Pamela Brunges from All Risk Limited, we want to thank you. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? The website, how people get in touch with you? Yeah, you gave us your um, if email. If you want to get a hold of me, again, just email me at, Pamela, at Pam Brunges, and it's pbrunges at allrisk.com, and I'd be more than happy to set you up. Um, the only thing I'm asking for today is that honest feedback. Let me know what you like and you don't like about it because I want to make it successful. Good oh, idea. Very good. All right, well, thank you so much for you're your time. You're welcome. Anytime, okay. guys. All right, so once again, Colony Confidential, we're here at Pest World at booth 2230. We have Courtney Ray from Seneztech, the manufacturers of ContraPest. For those of you who don't know, where have you been hiding? That is the rat birth control. So, Courtney, uh, tell us about yourself, how you got into the business, and about the product. Okay, so my name's Courtney. Um, I work for Seneztech, and they've developed ContraPest, which is a liquid fertility control product for use in Norway and black rats, roof rats. Um, so I got into the industry, it's kind of random, but I studied wildlife. So I worked for U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for a bit and then did some studies um, in the academia on mule deer, which is a different type of pest, much larger, um, and then did some rodent studies and yeah, ended up 
using some of my skills to join the company to do research on our product. So you're actually in the field testing the product, right? Yeah. So how's how? What's the feedback that you're getting in real world? Because you're doing it in real world. Yes. I think the biggest struggle just in general with rats is they're very smart and really hard to control. So there's always challenges with using any product and trying to get them to you know go in stations and figuring out you know where they're eating and where we can best bait and oh they stopped taking the bait so it's just a general challenge tell me if i'm wrong um your product is water-based it is yes yeah so rats can do without a lot of things but not water they cannot yeah they require 10 percent of their body weight and water a day right so that that's you know i use the water-based product mm-hmm. down in a place i won't mention where they have very lax laws. Yeah. I used it in a chicken farm. And man, it knocked a, I've got a few chickens too, but um, you know, risk to reward. And um, the beautiful but, thing about their product though is that it's not harmful. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not harmful to non-target organisms, correct? Well, we haven't done all the studies to obviously show that because you would have to get all this funding and test on every single one. Yeah. But we have done some and we haven't seen any toxicity. Uh, but as far as does it affect fertility, I'm not sure because, again, we don't haven't dived into all that. That would take forever. So how, does, how exactly does the product work? So it affects both sexes, so males and female rats. In females, it um, goes after the, basically targets ovarian function and prevents ovulation. And then in males, it causes the sperm to be immodal, basically. And how often, so how often do the rats have to drink or eat it? And how long, if, like if they go X amount of days, does it not work anymore? So we know it takes effect in the individual rat within a day. Uh, but because this is a fertility control product, you are targeting the population. And that's where you see the effects. So usually you'll see results on a population level within three to six months. Once you start getting, you know, the rats that are out there, they're naturally dying off or you're using other products to remove them, then you'll start to see the effects because you're not having individuals reproduce and no new pups coming in. Um, So that's one of the great things of our product is it is, you know, thinks long term and big picture solution. Right. But it is effective, you know, instantaneously. You know, but after- But how long does it last? They, I mean, they have to keep ingesting it. They do, it's not a sterilant. Right. So we've done some studies and saw that um, within, by 100 days of contrapest removal, so post-consumption, they regained fertility. So it was a slow process over those 100 days. Okay. So within 50 days, um, you know, we still saw that the product was know efficacious so 100 percent and then you know from then on it slowly started to regain fertility so you you have to replace it on a regular basis like we do now with the regular baits what's that you have to replace it on a regular basis like we now do with the regular poison that's for you yeah Yeah. okay so being that you were in the field testing what was your craziest story do you have a crazy story oh god which one (laughs) i'm sure i have tons of stories um i i think honestly the the most awkward story is i was on an airplane flying to a site and 
You know, I was looking at um, an SOP on necropsies. So I had it on my screen and, you know, it has images of, you know, rats cut open. And <laughs> the woman next to me just looked at me and was like, um, what do you do? And I was like, <laughs> I should probably get a screen so, protector. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, what does your family think that you got into this aspect of pest control? I mean, they think it's interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's My mama, she now notices bait stations everywhere. Right. <laughs> She's like, hey, it's you funny. remember that station you brought over? She's like, I just saw one outside the grocery store. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you notice any challenge when you got into your niche in pest control? I mean, it is a very male-dominated industry, but I think there's a lot of really strong women, and I've met a few, and, you know... I think no one's I, been opposed. Right. I mean, everyone's been real open. I, I, and I think receptive. we are open, and I yeah. think if, if you bring something to the table, right, then fine. That's that's. I remember this lady. I forget her name. And I'm going back about 30 years. She owned a company in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. She had rings that she had custom made, had different insects on each ring, and she was a real sharp cookie. She sold out to a big company, but at the time, she was the only woman I knew, and and it's starting to seem like it is seeming that more and more women are coming in. So how do you like this industry compared to chasing deer out in the woods? <laughs> I like it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's challenging, and I like that. Do you have any scary encounters with rats when you were in the trenches testing the product? Um, not really any scary encounters. I mean, you kind of get used to them running around on you. I had one on, jump on you. You, you know, jumping out you, of right? trash cans, <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd one, I was on the exterminator a couple of weeks, uh -huh. and we were in this basement, and, and the ceiling's getting lower and lower. I saw these eyes, and I moved went right by the side of my head. And what I did after that, I started singing whenever I was down after rats to let them know where I was. I didn't want to corner them. Then I had jingle bells <laughs> later on. As long as you made noise, they were going to stay away from me, you know? Yeah. But it uh, was a scary moment, all right. Yeah. So yeah. being that your product is kind of in the tech sector as far as technology, right. what do you see, like... What's the next technological advance or in our industry? Where do you see something coming down the pipe? Um, something I'd like to see is different ways we can target roof rats because that's a challenge. Okay, so. we don't we don't have that much in New York with the roof rats yet. We don't have any, thankfully, we'll, and, and not really. Thankfully, we'd like to see them. Yeah, we'd love to see them. <laughs> So what do you think about the electronic rodent monitoring stuff that's out now? Have you seen it? I haven't. So if you go around, check, VM has VM. one. Okay. And it's uh, snap traps that, are, that have a sensor in them, I guess, that's all done via Bluetooth. And when the snap trap goes off, you get an alert. So you can go pick it up wherever you caught, whatever you caught. A bunch of them are coming out with different ones. They also have another one coming down the pipe that is a station that's connected to Wi-Fi in the building that does insects and rodents in the one station. It gives you data on both. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that, I mean, the tech sector, which you guys definitely yeah. fall into, is exploding. I, we love your product. I mean, we're trying to use it as much as we can. We noticed on certain um, city bids in the city of Manhattan, mm -hmm. New York, whatever, they're asking about it. Yeah. And so it's that or it's SnapTrap. So these two technologies are really hand in hand, right? Because right, their, they their ERM is perfect complement to yours and vice versa. Yep. Get that big kill and then control the rest of the population with ContraPest. As I said before, we are shareholders of Sinez Tech because <laughs> when I played golf with uh, Joe and the other kid, 
I was like, I called him, I was like, we gotta invest in this, it's the perfect time. And since we've done that, you've guys, so many releases on what, when Miss Pality started using it, and I'm sure there's more in the pipeline. It's a great product. So along those lines, I would like to tell all our customers, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea, you can buy stock in this company. It's SNES, New York Stock Exchange. We have several shares of it. My opinion, this is a thing of the future. Is it going to totally eliminate the rats? Is this the silver bullet? No. But it's another tool that we can use. And a lot of customers, especially in New York, are going to like the fact that we're not going to kill the cute little things. Well, it's perfect just for the green buildings. Down. Yeah. We love you, green buildings. Do you guys, do you guys have, like, USGBC stuff, uh, United States Green Building Coalition, um, any of those, like... That'd probably be a good thing because they, and LEED certification, you know about LEED? Yeah. They would love this. That's the nice thing about ContraPest. There's different markets for it. And weren't you just taking off restricted uh, chemical lists, breast restricted We pest? did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so it's not restricted. You can, you can use it. Um, I think it's a good tool. Again, it's not the silver bullet. It's a good tool. And I think if you buy some of their stock, you'll be richly rewarded. And if you think you're going to be richly rewarded in a week, you're a fool. Buy it, keep it for about five to six years, and you're going to see your money is going to increase dramatically. That's, that's me saying it. I'm not getting paid for it. I'm just telling you. I'm a stockholder. These are our opinions. All right. So once again, we want to thank you from Sinestec. Is there anything you want to tell us about that we didn't cover? Um, well, I want to thank you guys for inviting thank me over. Thank you for coming. Yeah. yeah. It was great meeting you. Great. To thank meet you. Ed, officially. <laughs> oh, we'll take a selfie. <laughs> And we have with us today Mr. Brian Wickstrom. He's the president of Woodland Davis Termite and Pest Control. He is like a few of us that have tried, but he succeeded in creating an injection device. It's called Injection Implements. And we're going to talk about not only pest control, but a pest control cool tool today. So, Brian, how did you get into pest control? I needed a job at the time. The CPA for the company recommended me for the job. And uh, I started out as an office manager. but. There wasn't enough to do, so I asked the, the inspector at the time to take me out and show me what he did. And so he kind of taught me the ropes of crawling under houses, looking for bugs. So then I started doing half and half. I would do some office work in the morning, termite work in the afternoon. And the office work, were you an accountant? or? What? Yeah, so I would do the bookkeeping, do the payroll, pay the bills, that kind of stuff. Okay. And, but because we were a small company, there wasn't enough of that to go around. Right, you know? right. And so uh, I really got interested in the termite side, doing, looking for bugs, looking for dry rot. So are you a C were you a CPA at the time? No, I, just, I have a business degree, but I'm not a, C a certified public accountant. So what, um, what so did your parents or wife or friends think when you went from being a... I'm going to be rude, a pencil pusher to being, right. being in the most wonderful business in right. the whole world. Yeah, you get a lot of jokes and yeah. like, what the heck are you doing? Why do you deal with these disgusting bugs? Or they, they think, don't you get scared when you're under the house and you get spiders on you and stuff? And it's just like, no, it's, it's just part of the job or you get used to it. You yeah, know? of course. It's, yeah. You know how you get used to it? You keep counting the money. That's right. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's one of those jobs that you don't think about, but it is. You do exactly make money right. for I, sure. You know, people used to ask me like, why? I go, you know, there's a lot of money in that there's money filthy in the, stuff in that you don't want to deal it, with. The housewives and, the, you know, they don't want to deal with ants in the kitchen or yeah, something exactly. like that. Or they got wasps at their scary. party. And so, yeah, we kind of take care of it for them. Well, that's good. That's good. So let me tell me about your tool that you got here. Yeah, so we used to, when you do a termite inspection, you're poking around, you're looking for dry rot, you're looking for termite damage. And we always made a, a tool ourselves. We would get like a paint roller, 
cut it off, grind it, and attach that. And, okay. and so it looked kind of hokey, you know, a lot of homemade, you'll see screwdrivers or uh, ski poles, any, anything like that that a guy can use, but they didn't look very good. And so I, I got rid of all that and just made an actual tool, uh, you know, a professional looking tool that you, it'll last a long time. It does the same job, but it just looks a lot better. I'm looking at the tool. The edge seems blunt. Yeah, I blunted the edge because yeah. if you have a good piece of wood, it won't go through. Okay. Yeah. If it's too pointy, you're going to damage even good wood. So now with the blunted end, it's only going to go through a, a rotted piece of wood or termite damaged piece of wood. And this thing seems to stretch out for quite a distance, huh? Yeah, I use a... Um, the product from Bird Barrier, it's a 24-foot pole. Uh -huh. So you can get up to the second story without having to get on a ladder. So okay. my insurance guy loves it because they, you reduce the liability. You uh -huh. can do almost everything from ground level. Really cool. Yeah. So just to, to give you some visual on this, it's the size of a large screwdriver, and then it has it's hollowed out for to put that extension pole yeah, on. Yeah, that's the, the kind of thing that we're hoping to patent is that it's, it's threaded at the end so you can use it on any extension pole and get to the hard to reach places. Um, either in a basement, you could reach to those far corners or you can get to your second story eaves, window trim. How do we get this? How do we buy this? We have distributorships set up with Target, uh, Univar, and Geotech. And then we also have our own website, the Inspection Implements. Um, but I would rather guys go through the, their distributors, the same place where they get their chemical. But if they wanted to go online and see what this looks like, yeah. the website is? Uh, inspectionimplements.com. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's, it's just a more professional, more durable tool that's used for the industry. It's, I could tell it's well made. Yeah. It's, and it's made in America, right? No, I can't say it's made in America. Uh, it was designed in America. Where's it made? Yeah. You know where it's It was made, made in China. Come on. <laughs> it's checking. I would like checking. to make them here. I, I'm, I'm thinking of a, a deluxe version that might have like a, you know, a tilting head, 45 degree or 90 degree to kind of get those really odd spots. But it's got... The more movable parts, the more it costs. So right, this, right. this is one piece of plastic, one piece of metal. It's, it's cheap. It's a nice, simple tool, yeah, but they, very effective and well needed. They retail well needed. for to like twenty five ninety nine. It's something that you just buy and put in your truck, and you don't have to worry about it. Guys, guys say, well, I can make that myself. But yeah, you can, but you're going to waste a half an hour, and you're going to go to the hardware store, and you're going to pick something out. You know, and this way you just go when you go pick up your chemical, you can buy one and you just have it. Yeah. Especially if, if you have a large termite division and you just, that's it, you buy 10, 15. Yeah, you got 10 inspectors, you get out. 10 of them, say, here you go. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the responsibility is on them. Like, they want a flashlight, but you don't buy them a good $100 flashlight, you give them a $10 flashlight, they're doing a bad job. You know, you, right. you should give your guys the best tools for the job. 100%, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. What is your craziest pest control story? Craziest story... I guess underneath houses, you know, like um, the scariest thing is when you're under a house and if you have your flashlight and you see eyeballs. Like, <laughs> we were just talking about Yeah, that. if you're, you're down there flat on your belly, you, you know, and you can feel the floor on your, on your neck. So you don't have anywhere to go. And you can see eyeballs in the back corner. And the one time it was like a, a mama possum and she had her baby possums and those things are vicious. And yeah. so you just want to hightail it out of there. You kind of back out slowly. You, you know, underneath, that's about all I see is rats and possums. My... My guys have told me about times when they've had rattlesnakes under there or right at the crawl space entrance. Mm. We do a lot of um, farm, farm properties, things like that, where you'll get rattlesnakes and black widows. So just a little get your heart pumping. Yeah, yeah it's probably, price up today. Yeah, you go under there thinking you're alone and you're not alone <laughs> because you see those eyeballs. And it's, How yeah, was it's, your day today? Exciting. I got attacked, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you got to really watch your neck. You know, you get something falling on your back. Yeah, and, yeah. It, it can be a little creepy. It, it's yeah. scary, for sure. Yeah, so, so we ask people 
uh, what was their greatest moment or defining moment? Would this, would you think this might be your greatest moment or is there I another? I think so, yeah. Because seeing it go from uh, just an idea to an actual physical product, you know, I, I was really proud of that. I got the name trademarked and we're getting closer to a patent, you know, to have that kind of on my wall, patent, uh, to be a patent holder, you know, I invented something. It's a that, great achievement. Yeah, yeah, because it, there's lots of pest guys, lots of bug guys, but to have something that will be carried on, you know, hopefully people have these for a long time, and or they see it and they go, hey, where'd you get that? And they got it from this guy. You know, that's that's kind yeah, of something no, to be proud awesome. of, because yeah, the bug business is not not very glorious, not very glamorous. So it's just like. We're, ma we're making it glamorous at Colony Confidential. I think so. I think so. Yeah. You know when it gets glamorous? When you go to the bank and they tell you you don't have to wait on a yeah, line. That's say, when it gets Come right over here. Baby. You come to the specialist, <laughs> specialist section for big, yeah, big earners. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything else you want to tell us? Did we cover everything? Yeah, that's about it. It's really it's just a simple thing. I just, I'm, I'm trying to promote it, get more people aware of it. Because people, every time someone sees it, they go, I, I can't believe that's not a thing already. Or I wish I would have, I would have thought of that. So... I think just coming to these big shows like this and showing people what it is, that's going to be kind of a, a help. And, you know, something like this oh, is going to be a big boost, too, because yeah. you got bug guys listening to your podcast, and they're going to try to maybe go look at it. And we call them PMPs, professionals. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. PMP. And, and, and do me a favor. When you're putting out PMP, don't put an I between the P and the M, okay? <laughs> PMPs. Nah, but he's got to pimp his product, so maybe that, he that needs is to keep it. Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of that's a little a good bit of pimping. Point. No, I appreciate your guys' time. That I'll hopefully you know, spread the word a little bit, and that's it. Great talking to uh, you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank okay. you so, so much. So once again, Brian from the Prober, he invented this great tool for termite inspections. Go check it out. Next time on Colony Confidential. So you know, Dan, what's your craziest pest control story? All right, this is really personal, but I'm going way back now. As soon as I could drive, my father gave me a route. Nice area, downtown Boston. It was August. It was, you know, 85 degrees already. It's 7 in the morning. And, you know, I'm a young guy. So I knock on this apartment door, and the most breathtaking woman opens the door. Now, I'm 18. She's probably 25 or 26. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.